with our Cuzzy listeners, which we call you Cuzzy. So what's up, Cuzzy? Welcome to the Coaster Cuzzy's podcast. On today's episode, Mitch and I are going to be co-CEO of Hurston Entertainment, and we are going to plan for the entire game. What needs to happen in 2025? It's not even 2024 yet. That's all right. Start the speculation. Start your listening to the Coaster Cuzzy's podcast. Hey, what's up, man? How hey, long been? time no talk. Good to see you. Um, hey, good news. We are loaded as fuck. Oh. We have so much money because we are now the CEOs of Hershend Entertainment. Damn, we're going right into it. I thought we'd have some pleasantries, but you want to fucking jump right into no it. No pleasantries. We've got business to take care of here, Okay, Mitch. we got we business. business. Okay. Also, and- we should... Also say business-wise, Logan's not here again this week. He is a busy bee. I just want to I want to do that before we get into it. We miss you, Logan. We love you. You're editing. You're killing it. We need to give Logan a, a, a position within C, um, within Hershen. Maybe we make him the head of aquatics. Ooh, that's a good idea. They got, they got four water parks. Hey, we, they got four water parks. We got four water parks, yeah. yeah. We, us, we own it. Yeah. Move over, Hershen family. It is now... The Coaster Cuzzies Park Chain. Yeah. Much better name anyways. People are going to have a lot of questions about what Cuzzies are, but that's okay. We'll, we'll adapt. We'll hire a good marketing person. Absolutely. That's what it's... We, and you know what creates the intrigue? And we're going to buy these parks. And uh, we're going to talk about... This is our first brainstorming session of mm-hmm. what we're going to do with Hershen Parks. What... <coughs> Whoa! Excuse me. What is the future of this chain, and what 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 do we see as going forward for these parks? What can we add? What can we take away? Anything at all that would make these as successful as possible? And some general rules here that we're gonna have is, you know, we've taken over the chain. We've got to make some immediate changes. We got to prove that we're CEO worthy. So some general rules that we're gonna have is we are gonna acquire a new park. We are going to add an event or expand events um, to the chain and kind of talk about what might be a good option there. And uh, we got to we got to add new rides to everything because we're a coaster enthusiast podcast. But we're CEO, so we have to do it. And uh, that's going to be the general idea of this show. So for those of you that don't know Hershend, Hershend Entertainment, um, they own a couple of parks. So the obvious being Dollywood and Silver Dollar City. Which I think as CEO, we had to keep that that tradition going. Uh, got to keep rides pumping in there, right, Mitch? Oh, yeah. God, that's our number one uh, people generating and money generating uh, revenue properties. Yep. And then we have to stop ignoring Wild Adventures in Kentucky Kingdom. We have to start addressing that we own these parks. So we've got that. Um, the, the company all... Pardon me. The, the company also... Um, it owns a couple of other things, Mitch. Is that right? Yeah, they own random. I mean, I think we've randomly mentioned it before. They have a couple of aquariums, including one up here in Canada, the Vancouver Aquarium, which I grew up going to. Um, they acquired that in 2021. They have some other attractions, like we talked about on past podcasts, Stone Mountain in Georgia, um, a couple uh, dinner shows, resorts, campgrounds, and randomly, the Harlem Globetrotters, the... Bas- ba- it's basketball team, right? Basketball. Yeah, that's probably basketball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
basketball. So they have, I would say, it's definitely an entertainment-focused lineup. Um, but what I think is interesting about Hershend, I think it's one of the only um, chains that has a very diverse uh, collection of attractions. I think Disney, as we know, tried to get into more regional entertainment. They tried to get into the store, Disney store. They tried to do this. Universal, I think, is trying with like the the Texas Park. Like they're 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 doing a little bit of things. SeaWorld doesn't have any of this. So Hershen's a cool one because it, it's not just a theme park chain. They are very experienced in resorts, very experienced in campgrounds, and just regional attractions and that sort of thing. Um, so they have actually kind of an interesting um, lineup. I think they're very unique. Um, there's probably no other company like this because um, they they really focus on the entertainment of all, of, of any kind of way. So um, it's kind of a cool company. And uh, as coaster enthusiasts, we tend to forget everything beyond just Silver Dollar City and uh, Dollywood. That is true. That's true. All right. Well. Let's go ahead and hop right in. Then we've got some things to do. We've got we've got some uh, some stockholders, some shareholders to impress. Um, not that I know anything about that game of the uh, amusement industry, but uh, <laughs> we'll pretend like we do. We we have to. We're CEOs. We have to pretend like we know everything. Um, so let's start with we have our park lineups. Mm-hmm. We have four parks, but I think one of our major moves as CEOs is we got to expand our park to five so we have four that we own so we need to do we have to agree no absolutely not so we i think we're both pitching yeah our ideas are here we're pitching the ideas we could agree we don't we might not. maybe we're not co-ceos anymore we're just we're each separately running our own shit we could also be competing to be the ceo oh and the one with the best idea gets to be ceo exactly and then everybody votes on it there it is. There it is. Or a genius. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So we've got Dollywood, Silver Dollar City, Wild Adventures, and Kentucky Kingdom, and we have to acquire one park. Mm-hmm. What park do we acquire? This, this is hard. Because it's like, are we buying this from another chain? Does it have to be an independent park? What are we doing here? It, I, I think it could be any. I think it could be any because as pitching for CEO, it's saying like, what would our bid for a park be? Like, so I think it could be from another chain. It could be independent. I mean, it has happened. It, it's not recent that chain swap parks, but it definitely has mm-hmm. happened in the past. Yeah. So I have a, I, I have one that's like very, I really want to acquire and I have one that's like a one that's like a backup I guess it's not really that but I'll go with the one so I really want them to acquire Kennywood I think Kennywood <laughs> would be such a good one I feel like they would turn that park around I feel like it would be perfect but my only qualm with that is that they still don't have any like west coast representation so I thought maybe um California's going to America when it's already kind of closing Ooh. down or okay. going like that because it is a well-themed park. It's small. It's very similar to, to Kentucky Kingdom in that front. But if I had to pick just one to buy, like if I'm I'm them adding this to my official pitch, it would be Kennywood. Okay. So why Kennywood? Because I think it's the park that probably needs it. I, I it needs a good owner the most because I feel like it's probably the biggest park in the U.S. that has like a really tough time with the ownership and the ownership has really turned this park into 
not what it was or once was. I feel like because Kennywood, I would say, is the like a huge classic park. Like we're not talking mm-hmm. like a Waldemere size or um, like we talked about in the the last episode, Indiana Beach. It's tiny. Kennywood's massive. It's it's huge. It's a it's a Pittsburgh staple, but it is run by a, a chain of of parks or a company that runs extremely small parks or extremely small destinations and doesn't necessarily keep up with uh, what I think it would be the modern times of an amusement park. While I do think that they've kept up Kennywood, I think some of the facades are nice. I do think some of the um, the areas are nice. I don't think that it is at its best potential right now. And I do not feel like some of the management decisions relating to new rides, new coasters, ride removals, that sort of thing, refreshing the lineup, keeping um, things in tip-top shape. I don't think that it's getting the care it deserves. So what my, my well, my proposal for Hershend and as, as CEO, I would propose um, is take it over and um, really kind of sit with the park for a couple of years, keep legacy staff holders on, promote internal people to be more like on the ground decision making and have them come up with individual pitches and proposals for how they think the people who've been there for years would take this park to the next level and then put a budget behind it. So the Hershend, Hershen would be, I think the classic vibe is already there. I think Hersh- the family vibe is already there. I think it's just a matter of taking it to the next level. That would really make this like an elite park um, and something that I think would be more of a destination, sort of like Branson, Silverado City, Dom, Dollywood, that sort of thing. So that's that would be my proposal for, for buying a park. Um, and then the backup, of course, California's Great America for more of a West Coast vibe. So that is my hmm. proposal. That is that is my high level plan for how to pitch it. Um, Coaster Bro, what is your park that you would buy? And also, too, I mean, I, we should say this could be anywhere in the world. It doesn't have the park doesn't have to be in North America. Mm-hmm. Like just just pitch and anything we do can be. But I'm just thinking for the size of the company, I don't think it's smart to to go outside of North America for now, but what is your park that you would uh, pitch to purchase and why? This is so hard. I know. My brain's like popping back and forth between six right now. Um, oh, shit. Because there's like, do I want them to have a second chance at Darien Lake? Do I want them to have a second chance at mm-hmm. Frontier City? I don't want them to buy Elitch Gardens. That's That'd be, nope. No. Um, then my brain is like, do you want to say fuck it and buy knots? Ooh, I like it. I think that's what I want to do. I, I was thinking either knots or do I want to go to Nickelodeon Universe at the Mall of America? <laughs> I like I like knots because it is the closest you would get to a Hershen Park of any non-Hershen Park. But also it gives them that West Coast representation that I was talking about. And I feel like it would they would give more TLC to it than Cedar Fair has. Yeah, I think they would have a better approach. So I'm going to go knots. I'm going to do it. I'm going to... I'm going to take the only thing, the only park that I love away from Cedar Fair and give it to Hershend. And mm-hmm. we can have another flagship. So that's what I'm going to do. Now, I'm, I'm worried about events. I think we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're not going to make a lot of people happy with events. But we're going to make some changes. So it's going to work out. So you've got Kennywood. I've got Knott's. And we'll, we'll just add that to our lineups. And as mm-hmm. we're going through these sections we add to our respective uh, parks that we've acquired. Does that sound like a, a good plan here? Beautiful. I love that. <sighs> I feel like I've just walked into a, like a bear trap with knots, but we're, <laughs> we're going to make it work. All right. So we bought our park. Check it. Mm-hmm. 
So with the new acquisitions in our fantasy, not our fantasy world, our real world that's happening, um, I'm assuming we can't just keep the old events. Do we have to um, go Hershend? I would say the, if you're, we're keeping the old events, we're, we're going to rebrand them. And okay. we would make it our own. But you can keep elements, I would say, especially if it's more, like, classic, historical, or, like, has a, a, already a popular... Like, I think not Scary Farm is extremely popular already. Yeah, um, you're going to piss people off if you take it away. So you can rebrand it, you can change it in some ways, but I don't think... Okay. I mean, unless you really want to, unless there's, like, an event that, that would deserve scrapping completely, um, that's kind of what uh, I would... Okay. That's kind of how I'd approach it. We can just reevaluate what we have. Yes, yeah. Okay. All right, so let's um let's add an event and uh, potentially expand. Um, I guess we let's talk about our parks that we've acquired first. Mm-hmm. Event wise, what will you do with your package of events at Kennywood? So I don't. To be fair, I'm not super familiar with the events at Kennywood. Um, based on the website, it's the Phantom Fall Fest. They yep. have D- Dogtober, which I guess is the more family friendly one, and then the holiday. That's kind lights. of a newer one. Yeah, I think Dogtober is like, um. Long story short, I think I know the person that brought that over. But And it's dogs, bringing dogs to the park, which I think is an awesome idea. We're not touching that. Yeah. Um, and then the holiday lights. Now, and, and now, is there any others that you can think of that they do during the year? Yeah, the, I mean, they have Bites and Pints that they do, so it's like a food event. But that kind of fits the Hershen brand. Yeah. Um, they'd probably go a different direction. They probably would take the beer away. No. Which I think, I don't know. Kennywood's interesting because they used to be a dry park. Oh, so I didn't what know would, that. What would you do with alcohol? I mean, there was a lot of pushback uh, 10 years ago when they introduced the beer jail, the beer garden, um, where you had to sit in a spot and drink your beer and you can have two or whatever. But they, um, there was like some real uproar when alcohol was brought to Kennywood. I did not know that. I had no idea it was a dry park. That is very interesting. And Hershend um, isn't completely dry anymore. I mean, you've got Wild Kentucky Kingdom sells alcohol and so does Wild Adventures. Um, now wild adventures also used to be dry, but Dollywood and SDC both dry. Yeah. Are the resorts dry too? Like those Dollywood dreaming. Is that the, is that resort Ooh, dry too? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I know. The, I think the water park is, but I don't know about the actual resort itself. So I bet the resorts have a hotel bar. I, I would say, I would think so. Um, personally for me, I would keep alcohol the way it is. I would, I wouldn't touch it for now. Um, I don't think, and I also don't think it's a make or break for how I would want to overhaul Kennywood and this park. Um, I, I don't think it's integral to be honest. I would say, I would say food would probably be my number one first change if I'm thinking of more like an operational change, but if we're focusing focusing on events, um, I would say, I, I would say, because I want to say the Halloween event, because we're it's this is the Halloween episode. It's spooky season. I mean, because are, are you really a spooky season person? Like we're brainstorming for the Halloween episode, and neither of us could come up with a good Halloween topic. I, <laughs> I like cute Halloween better than scary Halloween. Um, going through haunted houses, I appreciate the work that's put into it and the setup and the design. Um, but honestly, it's I think it's overplayed the scary part of Halloween, and I don't like horror movies, so it's like. It's just not an emotion I like to feel. <laughs> no, I I agree. I'm I don't don't love that either. But it's very popular. Um, it is. But it's funny October. Like I mean, this is our Halloween episode of the Coaster Cousins podcast, and I had nothing to say specifically about Halloween. I haven't been to Canada's Wonderland Haunt yet, but we talked about your experience at Haunt on the last episode. So it's like 
we're not we're not going over that again. So um, mm-hmm. that's why I kind of want to focus on like the haunt here. But I also don't know enough about this event. I know what they're proud of. Um, they have they have a couple of haunted houses and some scare zones, but they're super proud that they change every light bulb in the park. How do how do you mean? So every light bulb that is in the park changes to like a um, phantoms colors, like purple and green. So it's very purple and green in the park. That is actually quite cool. I like that. Yeah. So I know I know they take a lot of pride in their atmosphere for Phantom Fright Nights. I don't see a lot of people coming back saying that they've gone through the best house ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly, I still need to get to that that park chain's Halloween event because I've never been to one of them. So what I know about Hershen's Halloween events in general is based on the, um, remember, I think a, a couple months ago, Parker and I did the holiday event yeah. um, uh, bracket, bracket tournament. And so I mm-hmm. learned more about SDCs and um, Dollywood's ha- Halloween events and, and fall events. And of course, um, Hall- Halloween there is much more family friendly. It's much more fall Super. because... We are talking about, like, as a CEO, I would kind of definitely steer away from, like, a more of the Christian vibe of it. But I do, like, I do, well, like. You just took over a very Christian company, sir. I, I know. I would maybe <laughs> steer away from it. But I do like the fact that Dollywood has, like, a really family-friendly event. But it's, it is it is a little bit lacking for me because for um, what I'm reading about Kennywoods here is that it's, like, during the day, it's, like, very family-friendly. It's, like, festive mm-hmm. food and, like, unique atmosphere with the lights and stuff stuff like that. But, like, once the sun, like, once it's later on, then it becomes much more scary, fright vest style, that sort of thing. So I think it is, I think it is, like, a, um, uh, during the day. So, like, based on the tickets here, it's you buy one ticket. During the day, it's, um... It's the family friendly and then they kind of like what you said in the last episode of of the old uh, worlds of fun. It was people with strollers like booking it out of the park being like, oh, shit, oh, shit, get out of here before <laughs> it gets scary. <laughs> so I like the fact that that Halloween event has the family friendly aspect and the um, uh, the uh, scariness to it. But what I would do and I think I would actually I this I'm leaning towards changing the Halloween event here is I would really lean into more of the fall aspect of it as well. Like I think um, we've mentioned this before is like if you're not going to do scare zones and scare maze as well, don't do them at all. That sort of thing. I would maybe how I would do this is I would really pump money into pumpkin patches fall. Pittsburgh is beautiful in the fall. Do way more um, activities like do wagon rides, do um, mm. p- apple picking, like something our apple, like something way more fall activities, way more entertainment. Like I want to do fall um, uh, streetscapes, festivals, uh, food. I want to do a whole food festival, which is I think we're talking more about this park in general. Yeah, I want to really do the seasonal food here. I want to really lean into the local aspect. I would like to bring in lots of local Pittsburgh and like also farming and area um, food people to, to bring in food and to have different like food events all every week, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But at night, what I do is I close down all houses, but one or two and do that for the nighttime, still have family friendly atmosphere and like a good chunk of the park with all the rides open, but mm-hmm. have one chunk of the park and truly designated as you are entering the scary zone as two like HHN style houses, like extremely good, like 14 plus, you have to be 14 to walk through it. 
Um, it's very like very high scare zone area with like it's with wandering scare actors, its own food, its own storylines, that sort of thing. So I think there's a room in that park to have the two, the, mm-hmm. the two separate, but really put the budget into really good houses, really good scare actors, that sort of thing. Really make this like uh, a festival that locals would come back to over and over again rather than just like. Oh, we'll go once and it's the same as it was last year, that sort of thing. So maybe maybe that, they change out those very few houses like yearly. Exactly. Exactly. Or rotate it with other, you know, with knots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with knots with what you're talking about. So yeah. I think I think there's something to do there. I think it also could be cool to make local um uh, haunt styles because uh Pittsburgh is known for its mining and its steel industry. Mm-hmm. So you can have like a steel workers theme one year and like you have a mining so it can the theming and and the and the props and everything like that can be based on the local aspect of it. So I think I'd really pump money into the Halloween ep- um episode, the Halloween event, um really make it um a destination um for for this park and for locals and people traveling around um that's to say i want maybe some minor event changes i'd like something in the spring maybe you know like some food festivals Mm -hmm. again bring in local food vendors stuff that doesn't cost too too much money um and then maybe take a peek at the christmas event the next couple years but unfortunately with christmas up in the great lakes area it's hard to run a lot of rides and that sort of thing it's it's um it's more about Kind of like Canada's Wonderland Winterfest, entertainment, food, that sort of thing. But yeah, um, yeah I'm going to do Halloween because it's Halloween and I want to be spooky and we're going to talk a little bit about it. But I think I think you can if you do it right, you can make this or any haunt a uh, an elite event. I think you uh, are, are doing a good balancing act there, actually. I, th- I think you could still have the Phantom Fright Nights with the Illumination Pumpkins and make it work. I, I agree. I think you could why- there. Why not have both? And I don't want to have the fact where we're we're having two different days where you have the daytime and then you leave for the nighttime or mm-hmm. be like Fright Fest where it's like, holy shit, the scare actors are walking around now. Get the kids out of here. Like, I think yeah. there is, <laughs> I think there is a balance to be had, especially a larger like a smaller park. So it wouldn't work. But mm-hmm. at a park like Kennywood or or not or, or Wonderland, I think there's room for for it all. And then also to see how it goes first year. If there's more interest in the scary stuff, you can expand it. You can do whatever. Um, you can even open backstage areas. Like I know a lot of parks open backstage areas during, um, during a haunt festival. And that can be more of like a, uh, like the scare area, um, as well to kind of expand, um, the offerings. Excellent. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to approach knots here. Okay. Um, I've had some time to think about this and I think, I think the knots community, you have to tread lightly <laughs> because this is. When it comes to Cedar Fair Parks, I think it's the best lineup for events. You've already got it. It's been around for a while. It has these special names. People go for it. All of L.A. shows up to Knott's during some of these events. So the first one I want to address would be the Boysenberry Food Festival. You keep the exact same name, only Hershen now makes the food. Yes. And it's, and it's just better. It's just going to be better food because Hershen has taken over, and it's not Cedar Fair. So... Um, you keep it the exact same. That that event stays as is. Um, I think they have some sort of like a Snoopy event that they do. Cut it. Snoopy's getting cut from the park because yeah, it's got we him. Can't, we can't have it. We gotta get more creative on the uh, on what that is gonna become, um, which is exciting. I think. I think it's good. Um, let's address Halloween. Not scary farm. Is is the industry? I'm gonna reel that back. The regional park industry leader in the event. 
I think Halloween Horror Nights, I think they are the industry leader. But they've got Knott's has the like Knott's is the reason these Halloween events exist. So you, you can't cut it much as I want to. I'm not going to piss off my local fan base and be like, here's your pumpkins because you're just going to just going to bleed money um, by not throwing this event. Um, however, I think every park could improve their daytime event. And I think this is the first park that we experiment with the daytime pumpkin event without the pumpkins glowing. I think we just do that. I was going to say maybe during the week you do that, but I think that's too much. So I think, I think you just do this daytime pumpkin thing. And one thing that, that worlds of fun did years ago, 2019, maybe is they had a, a scare zone called pumpkin people eater. And during the daytime, it was very cute. You could walk through it, photo ops, that sort of thing. You add a few dark lights, some fog machines at the nighttime, and all of a sudden it's very scary. I think you take that approach throughout the park and you keep that same format. You can't get rid of of Scary Farm, not Scary Farm. You can't. It's too iconic. But during the day, you could have a much more family-friendly event um, where you have the tasting cards, where you're, you're celebrating. Because Knott's is good food. It's it's the best Cedar Fair food chain. You add Hirsch and it's going to get better. Um, so you add the tasting card idea there where you can go around and get tastings. It's family friendly. There's there's stuff for kids to do. And I think that's how you approach Halloween. And then nighttime is scared the shit out of everybody. Keep it a hard ticket event. Um, I think it's good. I think I think the kids would have enough fun during the daytime. And mm-hmm. it's good. Um, the Christmas event. I think you still call it. Very merry, not very merry. That would be <laughs> copyright infringement. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Knott's Merry Farm. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you keep it that. That's the name of it. You just take Snoopy away. You add the reindeer, the Rudolph, the you know the snow guy. Big. What's the? Frosty the snowman. Frosty. I almost said the abominable snowman. <laughs> Definitely just Frosty. <laughs> There's not there's not horror nights. Um but yeah, um that's what you do. I think I think you just you just take Snoopy out and you add those characters and bam, you've got a pretty good thing going. Um I don't know in comparison how the two compare, but it can't be too far off. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Um I do have a question for your events if you want to take yes. a question. I I will take yes. Um, not as good CEO. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Um, my question about is about not scary farm. So not okay. scary farm is known to have the most risque and um, oh, yeah. interesting entertainment. So for anyone who doesn't know, there is specifically the show I'm thinking of as the Elvira show. Elvira is a very was a very or she is still alive eccentric kind of Adams family esque lady, and the demonic or the the show has a very demonic sense to it. And there are scantily clad men. The men are very very attractive, and they are they, it's showering. Their abs are there. They're going all that. It is. I took a very, peek at the ladies, Mitch. Same thing. Okay, still also yeah, I just, the sexiest people in LA all dancing on stage together is what, what we're talking about right so now. So, what's your level of change to Damn. this entertainment? Because we yeah. are changing chains. I just, I, I'm just interested yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. You've also got the hanging, which is not very Christian-like. Yeah. 
But um, I think we are. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take a look at our our values, and you know we're gonna be more accepting culture. And yeah. um, I think sexy people showering on stage is more accepting. So and you also it. gotta think about where you are too. Orange County, California is not Sevier County, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. I so, think you keep it. I think you keep the hanging. I think you keep that pop culture show that just came back. I think I think there's just too many iconic things. What's more iconic than sexy people shaking their butts under a shower? Yeah. Bring Nothing more iconic. In. I mean, that, that 80s music video did that. I don't know which one. but I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I was not alive in the 80s, sadly. I wasn't either. But there's like the... Is it Dirty Dancing? D- dirty... Da- dirty Shower. You know, the it's movie? silhouette. The movie Dirty Dancing? Maybe it's the movie. Oh. There's the the shower and the woman that goes. Phew. Maybe. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Doesn't have to be us. Somebody I, knows. I think that is. I think that makes sense because I think what we're what we're doing here is we're not trying to force the Hersian values on Parks. I think we're trying to create a new company that has a more modern and a more um, forward-thinking view into the future. Because mm-hmm. um, if Hershen, for example, just had Silver Dollar City and, and Dollywood, they didn't want to expand, I would say that they're a static company. They they know what they have, that sort of thing. But they've been acquiring places. They've been acquiring new parks. They've been acquiring small places. I think they've been changing their values. I mean, they've, they've they, I think Dolly Parton is a big, big part of that, of course. So um, I think there is something to say for that. And you're, you have a very different crowd at Knott's Berry Farm than you do at um, uh, Silver Dollar City. So I think there is I think there's something to be said for that. And I think that's a really good change in addition to um, all the events there and the food especially, for sure. Excellent. Yep. Okay. Well, let, let's focus on the actual Hershey Parks now. Okay. Um, for, for the events. We said we're going to add an event or we're going to expand an event. Um, and this could be chain wide in general, or this could be a just a, a brand new event. Um, you've got Dollywood, Silver Dollar City, Wild Adventures, Kentucky Kingdom. Like you can focus in on one. You can do you can do something blanket over everything. I think I think we can go any direction here, Mitch. Hmm. Um, yeah. I, I have an answer. Would you like to go first on this one? I've gone first the last couple ones. I'll go I'll go first on this one. Okay. I am. I think Dollywood and Silver Dollar City have a fantastic lineup already and literally need to add nothing. I think Wild Adventures and Kentucky Kingdom need to expand their season into winter. Um, I don't think Wild Adventures expands into winter for some reason, um, but they're certainly in a climate that they could. And I think Kentucky Kingdom, while there will be cold days, you'll lose some days to weather. I think they could do... Um, a Hershen Christmas event just fine. Oh yeah. So I think you just add a bare bones Christmas event. Um, I think about, I've been to the stone mountain Christmas. The place is kind of bare bones, but you add a parade, you add some lights down their main street and you add some shows. And all of a sudden you want to go to stone mountain if it wasn't problematic, but you get it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're just going to, blow up stone mountain right like the faces yeah they yeah. burn the confederate flags and that could be an event yeah we can add that <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Just kill the Southern Monument. Just That'd be sand okay. it with a, take a big sander, like a <laughs> yeah. But well, and then we can put our faces there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And CEO be like, hey, person. yeah. This is no longer a weird place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Maybe not our faces. Maybe just um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. True. Anyway, I'm getting off topic here. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to I'm just add the winter event to Wild Adventures in Kentucky Kingdom, expand that season. I don't think enough parks do that. So yeah. we're going to go for it. I like what you're saying. I think I was I was very similar like that on Kentucky Kingdom for sure with the uh, winter event. Um, and I definitely think Dollywood and Silver Dollar City have really good events. I mean, they always have something going on. Even like in spring days, they have mm-hmm. um, they have something along those lines, which I think is... They have uh, like the street festival. They have, yeah. they have the Christian event where they have Christian concerts. Yes, they do. Got to keep that. That's, that's, that's the Midwest is, um, you know, scary farm. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> like... I, I kind of agree with you. Like, I think Silver Dollar City and and Dollywood. I think like the only thing, only kind of change I do is just more. Like, I would like add more, especially in the winter. I would add more indoor areas where you can go and sit and chill, or like more indoor shows or that sort of thing. It's just like just keep the momentum going for those events and like keep it going, keep the unique food offerings going. Because in, in my opinion, from the research of these on these two, is that their uh, fall event is a little bit more lacking than their um, than their Christmas event, like the. Christmas Christmas event I think really goes all out. So I think fall is true, but their their fall event is also amazing. I know exactly. It's just it's just I, it's, it's hard to compare. Yeah. For me, it's the better event. It's just people don't just traditionally show up to that one. Oh, okay. It's it's like newer, but so, I think it's better than the Christmas event. But I think it might be because crowds are lower. I don't know. It could it could be that I would just say more on that front. But I think I'm gonna have to agree with you on Kentucky Kingdom and Wild Adventures. Is, Put it, push it in the wind into the winter. Um, Kentucky Kingdom, I think, um, just aesthetically and overall, would would be good um, to have some updates and aesthetic changes and that sort of thing. You add combine that with some lights and a light show, coordinated light show, some uh, entertainment, some Christmassy things, some fake snow. Fuck, you got a good event. Excellent. Well, let's look at food because you did bring this up, and I think I think both of our acquisitions because we think about Hershen. Um, in the past, whenever you know Kentucky Kingdom gets acquired, they get cinnamon bread. Now we've acquired two pretty good food parks mm-hmm. that we could expand the Hershen by a lot. The the, the whole Hershen Park experience could be improved here. Um, do you have any type of approach with the, the acquisition of Kennywood? What that brings to Kennywood, or what that might bring to other parks? So for Kennywood specifically, the number one thing I think I would add for food is a big, high-capacity sit-down restaurant, which I think Kennywood lacks. So I think similar to, like, the turkey dinner and stuff like that, similar to anything like that, where I would build it is with a beautiful view of the river valley like on the side on one of the one of the ledges somewhere either over by steel curtain or over closer to thunderbolt just like a um, a view of the coasters but like a big high capacity sit down restaurant either a buffet or or not or whatever but it's it's a new signature restaurant which i think hershen really shines at is having hearty home cooked um meals like um that you can basically feed the whole family with everyone's happy um but all but also with a Pennsylvania twist to it. Like you can add more, like you, it doesn't have to be just like a turkey dinner. It doesn't have to be like, what? well, you, you just add French fries to every dish on top of everything. 
<laughs> the potato patch fries where you just add it or just like cold toppings to the top of your pizzas yeah. you could have Phil- you could have a philly cheesesteak which i know is more philadelphia but whatever is famous in like close Pen- enough pennsylvania great lakes cuisine that sort of thing but um, buffalo like buffalo wings it's in that area so i yeah. think there still counts yeah, it still counts. I th- that's what I would say would be like the number one thing it needs, especially if I want to like we're talking about winter and and haunt events to have another indoor space that's heated and people can sit down at. That would just make the, the nighttime offering so much more um, uh, attractive because they won't have to like have dinner somewhere else and then come in the park. So I think a big high capacity, um, like iconic one where they can have seasonal food they can have entertainment inside they can have a, a big beautiful view of the river valley and that sort of thing that would be the number one addition and then i think there's the, the because that's such a big addition the rest of my additions would just be minor and that would n- number one be dietary restriction addition so i think okay. they do yeah. i think they do a good job with local food i think everyone really likes the food at kennywood right now but the only change i would make is is for us dietary restriction people vegan gluten-free um any sort of uh, allergies, a uh, nut allergy place. So like just make that more, make more snacks like that. Just in, enhance your current offerings with those um, options already. And then of course mm-hmm. have them in the new big park. But besides that, I wouldn't do too much. Like I think my number one focus would be that signature, signature restaurant. I think that's a good plan because Kennywood, uh, when I think about Kennywood, it's like everybody gets potato patch fries. Mm-hmm. You know, you might get some ice cream there, but like, where's the meal? Yeah, exactly. And I think they have like taco in a bag and that sort of thing. And that's why yeah. I do like more small, like, you know, counter service meals here and there for that. Mm-hmm. But I think the number one thing, and this is what I've always said about Wonderland too, is like, if you want to operate that park in the cold or in the excruciating heat, you need to play a big place where people can sit down and have AC can sit down and eat inside. That's why at Cedar point, I usually go to melt just because you can fucking sit inside. And because you're, if you're baking, walking around that park, like just get in the air, AC, that sort of thing. So that's what I would do. I think that's a big thing. That's what that's lacking. And that would make it a true Hershen park. I think. I think you're right. And I think you're missing something. Ooh, what am I missing? So, Hershend needs to take advantage of this Kennywood park that they have acquired. And when you think about Kennywood, they've got two very iconic foods that I think should go to other parks. You have the potato patch, which I forget the name of Kennywood's Palace Entertainment. The palace, yeah, yeah. Every Palace Entertainment park has potato patch now. Go ahead and put it in all the Hershen because it's going to make you a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, you just put Permani Brothers into Kennywood. Permani Brothers is going into Dollywood. It's going into Silver Dollar What's City. It's Permandy going into Wild Brothers. It is a chain restaurant in Pittsburgh. Very, very much bar food, but they are known for their deli meat sandwiches, hmm. all that come with french fries and coleslaw. On the sandwich. It's very Pittsburgh. I yeah, like they also have great pizza, great wings. Um, yeah. It's I one like of my favorite lot. restaurants of all time. And I, I feel like deli sandwiches are kind of underrated for park food because it fills you up without being like disgusting, deep fried, gross shit. Like I actually. I well, like, well the yes, but you're also, adding, <laughs> you're also adding French fries to it. 
But I, I still think that's a really good option. I definitely didn't even think about that because I didn't know about it because I can't eat there. So just add that with vegan options and we're good. Yeah, I don't know what the vegan options look like at Primanti Brothers, but in Pittsburgh, I, I imagine it's not great. Well, actually, I'm going to take that back because there were some good places in Pittsburgh. And big American cities do a really good job. I would say better than Canadian um, cities for having really good uh, either vegan restaurants or vegan options at the mm-hmm. restaurants. Like obviously the rural areas are not that great, like where Silver Dollar City is in Dollywood. But yeah. um, but big cities, I've never had a problem in any um, large city. Like even Columbus, Cincinnati, like they're they're all good. Toledo, Detroit, so. Um, I'm sure Pittsburgh has that, and um, I'm sure they could work with that because that would be a big focus for me, just obviously who I am would be um, that at uh, uh, Kennywood and also the rest of the Hershen Parks, like you said. Yep. Um, so I think that's it on my end. What would you do for the food at Knott's? How would you change it, and what would you bring maybe to the existing parks like you uh, yeah. like you said for on mine? I think you have half the park that can be untouched. You've got Knott's right. Chicken Dinner. That's on brand. You've got kind of the Western-themed area. You know, the good part of Knott's. Everybody knows the good part of Knott's. Turn left. Turn left. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any food options on the left are going to be great. What you need to address is this boardwalk area in your Camp Snoopy areas. Um, I think just slowly over time, I think you start with boardwalk. I think boardwalk needs a new theme. We'll, we'll get into themes a little bit later, but that just needs to be... Why the fuck do we have a boardwalk? You have a perfect theme. Expand the theme. Just keep, just keep the whole park can be that theme. I just gave away my uh, my hand there. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I think yeah, you, you retheme and you go. Um, you bring in cinnamon bread. You have to. You can't not bring cinnamon bread no. in. It's the Hershen thing. And um, I'm gonna steal your answer that you put put to Kennywood and put some sit down restaurants in there that maybe a little bit more high capacity, but also delicious. Focusing on allergies, allergens, allergens for food, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, that's my approach there. So add, add cinnamon bread. You already have good food. Half of your park's already fantastic. Um, now, I do, if I'm going reverse into the Hershen parks, I want to add some boysenberry stuff. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think I go full boysenberry festival because I think you want to keep that special to knots. Um, but yeah, if you have, oh fuck, even if you bring Knott's chicken dinner, make a chain, put it in everything and boysenberry, maybe you just have a boysenberry type restaurant that you add to the current Hershen parks and they just specialize in boysenberry. Or what you could do is have each park have a unique boysenberry dish that you can only get at each park. Mm. And it's almost like a, you, it's almost like a thing where you have to get, all of them from every park, you know. You get like, to pretend to be Ash Ketchum. You gotta yeah. catch them all. You gotta, you gotta get all the rest. Exactly. So it's like, and they, it can be, it can be along those lines. It can be like a, like you can be like a ho, a boysenberry hoagie with like a, like um, you know, like a, a boysenberry jam in Pittsburgh, and then at um Dollywood, it can be like something fried or something like. Tennessee, like a bar, maybe like a boysenberry barbecue sauce or something mm. like that. They put on that, you know. Like I think, I think it'd be cool to have. Obviously, not have the center of it, but like almost have it so it's almost like a cult following at all the um, the uh, Hershen parks. Like, what if you have like a Knotts barbecue, a, a Knotts? You got the chicken dinner at Knotts. You got um, I don't know what else you could do, but some sort of a Knotts buffet at mm-hmm. Hollywood or something. I don't know. 
You could do like a, um, a syrup, like yeah, at, at Silver City, you can do like a syrup on like pancakes or waffles with boysenberry or something like that. You put the Knott's tag on it. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I like this. All right, so let's go to theme. Okay. We've acquired these new parks. I've kind of told you what I would do. We attack the boardwalk. We attack um, Planet Snoopy or Camp Snoopy or whatever it's called. Now, the thing with Hershend is they don't necessarily have a kid's area. They they do, like, original IPs with their shit. I think Dollywood has a good has a kid's area. Like, that fun fair in the back. That's like yeah, a, but, there, but there's no, like, um, IP that goes with it. It's, no, it's no, just no. the fair area. Yeah. So I think you do whatever you want to do with that with Snoopy. Just make it generic and put, a, put a, a nice theme over it. Maybe it's a camp theme. It could be. I don't know. I think that works for Knott's. And then uh, the boardwalk just needs to be the the western. It just needs to. There should not be a boardwalk. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I have a couple questions for you on the knots theme. If you were willing Let's to do it. take them, um, two things, and they both relate to Fiesta Village. Would you? Um, they because they just announced the retheme of the area in front of um, Montezuma's in that area to that Fiesta Village area. Mm-hmm. Would yeah. you keep that that theme as well? I think I would keep Fiesta Village okay. because there is a, um, I don't know, I think S- Southern California, the, the, the Southwest, you've kind of got the, the um, I guess Fiesta, you're kind of looking at a like Hispanic approach there. And Jaguars pyramids there too. Yeah. So I think you keep that because that still, that still fits, right? Yeah. It still fits with the Wild West. It's, it's, a, it's a portion of it. It's like a region of it. So then my next question is, you get rid of Camp, Camp Snoopy and expand Fiesta Village and have it be like a Spanish style. Because yeah. when, I, when I think about Hershen Parks, I don't think about like Disney where it's like five or six themed areas. I think of like two, maybe three big themed areas. You have Dollywood. And it's, Wild- all, it's all tied to a central theme. Exactly. Dollywood, it's a massive park, but they have Wildwood Grove, the Hot Rod area. They have the mining town. And that's pretty much it like it's not not a lot of themes so what i think is i think you could make three distinct areas you could do a big ghost uh, like a ghost town maybe mm-hmm. at the boardwalk could do like more of like the ghost um like a ghost mountain or something you know like something like yeah. a different area of it and then have a fiesta village but have it be like um fiesta village north and be like the thrills and fiesta village south or you can have different names for it be like tie into that um, Spanish-speaking culture, the Mexican or Hispanic culture that California has, but do it in a different way for the kids' area, too. Maybe yeah, you, you're right. Maybe you can do more, like, Colombian style, or you can do, like, more of a Dia de los Muertos um, theme sort of thing. So I think I think it'd be yeah. cool to, like, really lean into those two similar to the other Hershen parks. That's exactly what you do. Yeah. I think about Silver Dollar City. It's just, like, the year is 1883. Yeah. And then, like, every theme ties off of that. Like, the Grand Exposition is tied off of that. And it, it, Yep. Absolutely. And, and I was thinking, like, what is the other part? I think you're right. It is mountain. It's mm-hmm. like a mountain theme. I don't... Because that's, yeah. that's also Western. Well, like, have it be less of a town and have it be more, like, remote. Like, a remote, yeah. remote like, desert-y theme. Because the like, ghost town's very, like, buildings. This could be more, like... Like, yeah, middle of landscape. nowhere, or mountains, yeah, landscape. You could also block some sight lines with that by, like, building some, like, like they mountains, kind of like they they do. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like they do at um, Cars Land over uh, down the street. Gosh, you're a genius. <laughs> All right. Yep, that's what we're doing. 
Um, so we, we've knocked out theme. Uh, Kenny was a harder, harder approach there because it's like theme to Pittsburgh. What do you do there? It's harder, but I think I have two themes as well. I think I have, I want to do, I want to do similar to what we were doing for knots where it's like ghost town, Fiesta village and like say the 1880s, same with Dollywood, same with Silverado city is like, that's the theme. What I would do with Pittsburgh is like, I want to do Pittsburgh, but like 1920s. So like have it be like a good chunk of the park. Like I would like say old, the, like old Pittsburgh, like that's yes. a part of the, okay. The so le- keep that. Side, exactly. Keep that almost all the same, but just even more like more yeah. lights, ro- roaming um, actors, keep it like have the music playing the big band music, have the, um, the, they maybe have some like silent movies or add some entertainment on that front, but then have the other theme kind of be similar to Hershen, be like a pet Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania mine theme. And where I'm thinking of that is like just more along the edge of the hillside. So like Steel Curtain, the go- where the ghost ride is, Thunderbolt, mm, Phantoms, right. that sort of thing. Because if everything on this side of the park, the inside of the park um, can be like it's still old um, Kennywood or old Pittsburgh, that can be even more. But I would say so you're going from the town of Pittsburgh to the mining area along the hill. You could have perfect, yeah, because you've got you've got the mining in the background, like mm-hmm. actual mining happening. Exactly. You could theme the restaurant that I was talking about to the mining. You could add maybe one of those like skywalk, like boardwalk things over out over the cliff. You could completely mm-hmm. retheme Steel Curtain. It needs it. Completely retheme it to um, going up a coal you know, like, um, one of those coal towers, that sort of thing. I'd do whatever the fuck you want with that. And then, but I think Phantom's Revenge could be rethemed as well. And like, you're going into the mining, you're going into the mining shaft and you go down the, the second drop. I think Thunderbolt could be rethemed. And I think Exterminator as well could also be themed to that, but everything in the front of the park, basically from kind of like where Exterminator is, but all the way to the front talking skyrocket racer, Jack rabbit, um, the whole front there where Kangaroo is, is all staying the same, but just more lean into old 1920s Pittsburgh style. So that's, I would do two really major themes, I would say. And like a lot of those rides are from the 1920s anyway. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it'd be besides the mining area. I think the, the, the old Pittsburgh's theme would be not that bad. Cause that was my favorite part of Kennywood is seeing those beautifully restored buildings and the facades are in perfect shape and racer, this incredible sign and at night it looks beautiful and just more, just more yeah. of that. Like really like add the actors, add the music, add what Disney does at Buena Vista street or at uh, old Hollywood and Hollywood studios, just really um, lean into that. So, yeah. Take out Steelers, dumb stuff. Take out aliens. Yeah, yep. retheme it all. I think, yeah, just like yeah. keep keep on that. And um, I think the I think the hillside and the um, mining that you see in the river really are a theme in itself. You don't even need to break sight lines for that. That can be part of an experience, part of a new roller coaster along the hill. So one of the few, if that actually happened to be one of the few like theming elements that actually went into like real life, it, ex- right? <laughs> it's, it's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, probably what most people are waiting for. We've got to start adding attractions to these rides. And and really, the, the idea of our episode was we're going to focus on 2025. What can our new additions be in 2025? And, and maybe we do more of an overall approach with Kennywood and Knott's. Um, as it's, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's more than one year we got to look at there. So yeah. uh, let's just start with the Hershen Parks. 
This has hilariously turned into an episode of, hey, what if Knott's and Kennywood were her shit? <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's okay. That's um, that's actually a lot of fun. So yeah. let's start with Dollywood. What do they have any new additions coming in 2024? I think I think the Dolly experience is opening is is like their big thing. Yeah, it's been closed for a while. I think Big Bear Mountain was like it's was the big um addition for the next for the next little bit, anyways. Lightning rods getting the lift hill. So that's oh, kind yeah. of I think that's yeah. their capital spend for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think that's like the most recent Dollywood, thankfully, besides the pandemic, because they were gonna announce Big Bear Mountain in 2020, um, has been consistently adding things and they they really tried with lightning rod. It's been seven years, but I think it makes mm-hmm. sense that to put that one finally to bed so they can move on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, in terms of a brand new coaster editions, Big Bear Mountain will probably be the, probably be the last one until 2025, 2026 for sure. Mm-hmm. So would you, would you add anything? Does it need anything in 2025? <sighs> yes, I think so. I think Big Bear Mountain is really good. It kind of reminds me of Fire Chaser Express because that's such a popular ride that I think the Big Bear Mountain's like, sure, let's do the kind of the same thing. But yeah. I think now that Lightning Rod's gone, I think they need an intimate multi-launch, like a true intense mm. launch coaster because with that being gone, that fills a big void in the park. And I think they could do it completely with the terrain. I don't think it needs to be big, tall, like big swooping, that kind of thing. I think it can go right through them, the, some valleys. I think they could go through tunnels, but I think it needs that. That's what I think it um, really needs with Lightning Rod being um, uh, moved to that and with two really good launch coasters, but being more family thrill than thrill thrill okay i like that and it doesn't even necessarily need to be big scale no like it could be mock just a couple good punchy launches some hang time and Mm -hmm. you don't need that much yeah um i'm just gonna stay on trend with the good idea that silver dollar city had and uh let's take care of blaze and fury good good idea and let's just do whatever we're doing to that there let's copy paste um, I know it's going to be expensive, but you got to think that day's coming someday for Blazing Fury. So why not just go ahead and do it all at once? Get get a bunch deal. Probably already do have a some sort of a a bunch deal on that. But that's what I would do. I think I'm going to just Blazing Fury um, do the Silver Dollar City copy paste thing. I like that because if you think about it, Blazing Fury takes up a huge um, plot of land in Dollywood. In the in prime real estate, and it never has a line. Um, so I think I think giving it some TLC, having that be a ride that people can go to and ride at all times of the year when it's stupid hot and stupid cold, um, giving that some love, I think, is really important and underrated in a park that is open for a lot of the year. Yeah. So yeah, that's my move. <laughs> Let's go to some harder parks here. Let's go to Wild Adventures. <laughs> what the fuck do you do there? I think. This is coming out of left field. I was, I'm torn now because it's not like like I can't just say like oh, I want like a giga. I want like an arm seal. Like I, I want I want like a reasonable addition that will be enough to draw people to the park, um, but not enough that it's like why the fuck are we adding this in the middle of Georgia? That sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm actually you know what I'm thinking is a um, Hall's Uberkopf, like a, a Vacoma, the next gen suspended um, thrill coaster, the one that goes upside down. Oh yeah, okay. Addition. So like very similar to the one I went to at um at 
at trips drill, like a two train thing. It goes upside down. It has the thrills. It's not super expensive. It's not super tall, but it can work with the terrain there. And I think it would be a really good addition for like Vacoma to come in with the thrill coasters. Um, and I think it could like add a little bit to the park. I know they already have the SLC, but I think this would be like uh, a good, like kind of next step for, for them to add an addition without breaking the bank and making it just kind of weird. Why are we adding this? Yeah, I understand that. That's a good one. Um, what would I do here? I think wild adventures. It's the, the coaster clone park. Every coaster there is a clone. Every every one of them now is a fucking clone. Mm hmm. And I think you have an issue where your two worst coasters there are your biggest thrill rides. So you've got the SLC and the Boomerang. So I personally, I'm going to get rid of both of those. Oh, okay. So you're getting rid of things. We're we're, going to flush those. We're going to sell those to some park in Europe. And let's bank some money. And let's go all in on family coaster lineup. Ooh. So I think we would... I think we rip the Band-Aid off and get rid of the terrible Vacomas, sell them. Somebody will buy them. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's put in a Gravity Group wooden coaster, something like you Ooh. saw at Great Escape. Um, you can put it right in the plot of the SLC. You could put it through where Cheetah Hunt used to be, but but I think, um, or Cheetah Chase was what it was called, the old Woody. I think you get rid of every thrill coaster and go straight family because the appeal here is it's very regional. You've got the water park. You've got the zoo element. You have this well-balanced thing. We don't need to attack the thrills. Just bring the families in. Bring the people in that would want to ride a coaster or two. Go to the zoo. Go sit in the wave pool. I like I think, it. I think that's the move. I think we completely rebrand what we were trying to do there because it's lost. And I think if they go, if they go Legoland direction or they go um, Idlewild direction. I think they would do a lot better. I like no that. I never even thought about like kind of changing the whole vibe of the park. I like that a lot. They don't have a, they don't really have an identity there. So I think they no. need one. And I think that would be a statement. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing there. What would you do to wild adventures? You already said, I said, Never mind. <laughs> it's a great idea. Thank I you. Just for, I just forgot. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to Kentucky kingdom. This is an interesting, <laughs> uh, you've already got some good thrills here. Mm-hmm. Some people would even say, in comparison to Holiday World, we're looking at a better coaster lineup, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You got a height restriction here. What do we do for a new addition? Um, I think it might sound like a broken record when I say launch coaster. I feel like that's going to be pretty much all of my all of my suggestions here is like a launch coaster, just because like they're most of Hershen, I would say, is missing a good, reliable launch coaster. Yeah. Um, but with Kentucky Kingdom, I would say um, you got to think compact and like short as well. So I would say I actually really like the mock launch for this one because like they're like, I mean, Copperhead Strike's not tall at all. Yeah, um, you can have a good ride there. Exactly. It's very compact. I think you can really make it work. I think you can make it work in, in the T3 plot of land or like a little bit more. It doesn't have to be like a super long. I actually don't even know if you need as one as big as Copperhead Strike, but I think like a good launch coaster. But what I would say is I think that I think the intensity of Copperhead Strike, because you got three, two to three intense ass rides here 
this would Super be intense. more this would be more of like a yeah hang time a fun launch but not like a like you rip like maverick rip your neck off kind of uh coaster but that's what i would i think i would do that and i would uh um i would do it either in the t3 plot of land or back by kentucky flyer family thrill yeah, yeah i like that my approach is and this is coming strictly off of two years ago i went there and got rained out and all i could do is the taxis and the 3d theater or 40 theater and i didn't do either so i drank bourbon instead i'm gonna go new area mm-hmm. it's gonna be anchored by a dark ride and let's go zamperla kitty well they've got kitty they've got a kitty section yeah Let's go Zamperla family friendly. So moderate thrill type coaster, something like a grand exposition at, at Silver Dollar City. Um, I would either put it. I think I put it in the T3 spot. Yep. Ah, that's that's good water park expansion. So I'm going to I'm going to ax that. I'm going to put it in the Larson loop slash place. They were going to put single rail um, kind of mm-hmm. an ugly part of the park on the way yeah. back to Storm Runner. But yeah. Just a basic Sally Dark ride. Doesn't have to be crazy. Um, and a couple flats just to kind of something to kind of pull that area together a little bit more than mm. like I'm looking at a drag racing plot and there's just <laughs> a Larson loop and a plot of land. Like, let, let's for- go ahead and tie that together a little bit. I forgot they were going to add a single rail. Why didn't they add? That was so weird. Just COVID. Was it was it COVID? I don't even uh, remember. I, I remember. I think I, it went to. I think that went to Silverwood. That's what I thought too. I think it might have been COVID. Weird. Well, yeah. I think that's an excellent addition. I think. Um, yeah, I think that's great. I love that. Very different approaches, but yeah. I like all of them. I'm more of like an adding, and you're more of like a like, sort of like shake things up and change like like. I would do like I'm doing more like the big additions and you're doing mm-hmm. more like the shake up, I would say. I'm like, hey man, we gotta we gotta make our mark here. Yeah. Yep. All right. And we added do we add new attractions to Knott's and Kennywood? Or we, we haven't done Silver we haven't done Silver Dollar City yet either. I thought we did. I I put in No we didn't. No. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> that is part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um Silver Dollar City. What are you adding yeah. off of uh Fire in the Whole Year? It's it's hard because I want to say like powder cake is good, but I feel like it's down so much that it's like it's 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 hard to to do that. And and I feel like I feel like wildfire is such like an average ride, but like it is a people eater, that sort of thing. So I'm trying to like what I'm thinking of is something along the lines of like an inverted style coaster, which they don't have. That's like Mm. either like a B&M or like a family B&M inverted or just something like inverted of some kind they, they need their wild eagle yeah like wild eagle or like the world's first launched vacoma inverted or something like that like yeah. something inverted that like you can go through the trees you can kind of like like i would almost picture like a launch big bad wolf style like i think that'd be super cool to like have it go through the trees and like that but have it be like a more family style thrill because again they have a couple really intense ones so i think something like that because after blaze or sorry after fire in the hole 
they have a really good indoor they had to have like a elite indoor ride which which would be great so i think something inverted because that's the, that park is the only thing that i can think of that that park's missing is something where your feet dangle kind of thing yeah it is and like you think about how successful wild eagle is if you put mm-hmm. some sort of non-intense people eater yeah that's smooth i think it would crush Oh yeah, and that that people like you can go on TikTok and be like, "Would you ride this?" And it's yeah. just like like a wing over drop, or even <laughs> just like even yeah, exactly, just like a, a just a weird style um, dangly coaster. I don't think a drop coaster fits in this park. Like it's it's just not mm. it's just not it. But definitely something dangly. So my my initial thought was have the world's first say. I'm gonna go again with Vacoma suspended looping coaster um, launched um, one, maybe like a tire drive, so it's not crazy, but have it like work with the terrain, have it like so your feet kind of kick towards the trees, maybe like one good inversion, but nothing like, like a roll. Yeah, yeah, exactly, very much like a wild eagle style. Maybe have like one, uh, like maybe going up um, like a brake run or, or a turn, have a beautiful view over um, the mountain or the lake or something like that. So yeah, yeah, because the closest thing you have to that is wildfire, but it's kind of it's. A little rough for a B&M and a little intense. Yeah, it's a little. I don't think Wildfire, I would say Wildfire is probably the biggest mistake, I would say, of that park. Like, it doesn't fit any niche. The yeah. only thing it does is it has high capacity. That's the, And it's and high and, and reliable. The, and the views, but any coaster could have the views if it was in that spot. Exactly. I just think <laughs> it was a weird addition for that park for, for everything else. Like, nothing... It, it stands out with everything else in that park. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of what I would do. Maybe a couple of years I might, like, remove Wildfire, especially once it ends its service life sort of thing. But um, for now, that's what I would add. Um, I'm going to add what I think is actually coming in 2025, and and I'm going to go resort. Mm, get, yeah. get the resort open. Because when you go to Branson, so our city's a little bit out of Branson. So you're staying on the Branson Strip. You're staying in an Airbnb somewhere. You're not staying on property there. There's not an option to do that. Um, so I think you up that, figure out your program with um, tickets and time saver. You know, mm-hmm. you get access to whatever. Uh, I, that's just long overdue. And I think I think you look at two maybe. I give it a couple years, see how it does. But um, I think resort is the answer. And figure out your front gate. <laughs> the front gate's kind of weird. Oh, I didn't know. I yeah. Yeah, I think you open up because it's like narrow and weird. Oh. Um. So I think that's what I would. They've already done like parking improvements. I think this year. So. I think I think I pick exactly what they're probably doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is long overdue. All right. Well, we added rides. Now, just the two parks that we um, acquired, what we'd add to those. Yep. So let's do that. Okay. Uh, Knott's Berry Farm. I have mine, and it's unoriginal, and it's dumb, but I have mine. Okay, let's do yours, because I'm thinking almost five-year plan for mine, so you do yours. Mine is exactly what they've already announced is a hyper coaster. They need, that park needs a people eater. You can theme the station, you can theme the, the queue, but that park needs a people eater badly like truly Mm. 
badly. I don't think a Giga obviously will come, but I think a B&M Hyper, the good layout, maybe some good snappy turns, but three trains, high capacity, um, multi-move, all of the above. Um, like no like no bins on the station, lockers for your stuff, similar to Steel Vengeance or, or Wildcats or Vengeance, lockers are awesome. Like <laughs> high capacity, move people through, get people away from Ghost Rider, get people away from Hang Time, um, that sort of thing. That, that's it's, it's unoriginal, but it's just, it is what that park needs. Okay, so that's that's the knots need. Um, I'm going more just retheme, so I'm gonna. Okay. Accelerator is taking up a plot, and it <laughs> this piece of shit and doesn't work. Get rid of it, Adam Mountain. I think that's my that's my 2025. Is I'm I'm gonna remove stuff from the boardwalk. I'm gonna get rid of coasters. I'm gonna get rid of that whole vibe. Um. I think by closing accelerator, but you and do have the, to and also the wild mouse and coasters. You have a good area for like a radiator spring style mm-hmm. dark ride, plus maybe an out another outdoor coaster. Like you could build yeah. a dark ride and then a coaster on top of it for that whole back corner. I almost think you could. Uh, I don't want to keep the wild mouse though. I think you Unless, could keep it for like a year and like a two phase type thing. Yeah. But I don't think you want to take away two coasters from that park. It, right is Excel- does Accelerator even count as a coaster right now? True. Like, it hasn't been a coaster in year in, since I last God. went. If that went, ago. though, you could almost add a new area. Just that's, what that. I was, that's what I was thinking, is having have it like like Radiator Springs have the huge show building, but have yeah. like a facade around it, and then you could have a dark ride inside and then have another coaster on top and maybe even like add a kitty coaster in the corner you could yeah you could do a whole area you could do an indoor section you could do another restaurant you could do like a whole a whole thing if if um sierra sidewinder didn't exist i'd go mac free spin there or the max yeah. spin coaster oh uh, i don't know what i put there you could do family um you what what i would do is i would do the dark right there and i would do like a family vacoma boomerang like one of the ones that goes back mm. and that sort of thing although that's kind of low capacity is the problem um, yeah, but so is the wild mouse. So maybe that's what you replace the wild mouse with. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, you've I've seen the custom family Vacoma boomerangs at Fantasyland and at um, uh, Trips Drill, and they're really cool. And they've done a lot because they you you go through like an, at Trips Drill, you go through the station of the other one with mm-hmm. um, with Fantasyland, you weave through Terran, and it's super cool. And I think yeah. you do that on top of the 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 high capacity dark ride. And another, maybe another roller coaster. I think you could you could do it. So I think it'd be. I think that whole corner could be that new mountain theme we talked about. Okay, but it's okay. But I don't think that's a 2025 plan. So here's no. here's here's my new pitch: close accelerator, sell it, whatever. Start prepping for that. But you focus on the kitty section, getting Snoopy mm-hmm. out, retheme kitty section, and then the 26, 27 kind of turns into the reimagining a boardwalk but i think you could also immediately retheme coasters get rid of coasters yeah and it can just be a slow kind of move that's hard though that, that's I, i'm i basically want to redo half the park so you can't do. do that in a year but it's not really about a we didn't really say timeline it's just what you would what would you do exactly low-hanging fruit is the kitty Kitty routine. Yeah, exactly. All right. What about Kenny Wood? Kenny Wood. 
I'm thinking about my theme and I'm thinking about what else I would add. And my weird one that I would do, and this is kind of a little bit out of pocket, is I would move Skyrocket from the entrance. I don't think it belongs in what, if my theme is old Kennywood, I also think it's just a weird entrance coaster to have in general. I think it's just kind of a weird thing to walk. Cause do when you, you walk into that, when you walk into that park, it's like, Oh, where am I? Like there's no like welcome and mid it's very, do you need skyrocket? I, I, I like it. I, think, I like it. I think you can keep, because my thing would going to be like a mining style launch coaster. Mm. Yeah, maybe you t- maybe you take it out and then reintroduce it in two years. Because style, I was gonna remove Steel Curtain. Yeah, it's it's a failure. It, it, it's a failure. Like it we're is. not be- we're not beating around the bush here. It's a failure. Um, when it we- operates, fantastic ride. Well, but it doesn't operate one tr- enough. one train and horribly operated. Yes. But even with two trains, it's it's okay. But the reliability of that ride, it's a failure. It takes up way too much space. That could be the new center point of like a really cool mining launch coaster, super well-themed dark ride. You could add the restaurant over there. You could have a new walk-through attraction park there. You could have an area where the um, – in the backstage area where the Halloween event I mentioned would be. So my thing would be I think remove Skyrocket. And I think I like that. Add it back in maybe after – that's all that's all done. But I think there's room. Skyrocket doesn't take up a huge plot of land. I think there's room to put it back there along with this new coaster, the new dark ride. But then the okay. entrance, the entrance, like I said, with along with the new the old Kennywood theme, make it a proper midway. Like if you're gonna keep that, either keep the shitty tunnel or make a nice pedestrian over bridge over the road mm-hmm. and make it like you're walking through back through time like either either one i'm not sh- I, I wouldn't mind keeping the tunnel but we i think you have it. to keep the tunnel i think it's very classic very very kennywood so make it nice and then make when you first come into that park like a proper midway a proper mm-hmm. entrance into that park like you have all that land to use by um by where skyrocket was you can make that into like an eating plaza you can make that into like a show an entertainment area and then the area where you're walking up towards kangaroo and jack rabbit just more stuff on either side more and then as you go left towards um uh, uh like kennywood yeah, yeah, the Phantoms, Phantoms Ranger and the yeah, left, yeah. you'll have more room because that's where the station of um, Skyrocket is right now. You can make, again, more buildings, more of that. So, like, still keep sort of the same layout, but have that be the center of activity like it is at other parks. Like, have that be the center of guest services, the biggest, the, the restaurants, entertainment, what right there. And then you can move off from there. You can go left towards um, Fan is Revenge, you can go straight towards Jack Rabbit and Racer, and then you can kind of like all go back there. And then you and then Kangaroo's right there to have um tying to that old Kennywood theme. So that's what that's what I would do. But I don't know if I'd get rid of Skyrocket completely. It's reliable, it runs well, it's popular. Mm-hmm. Um, it just needs to be run operated better. If it operated better, it would be pretty good people mover. So yeah, I just wonder if there's something else you could do with that spot. That's why I said the entertainment, like take, take yeah. that, put that, put that all there. But I think move it. I think, I think, honestly, I think there's a lot of space that they are wasting at Kennywood. Yeah, that is true. What about you? What are your thoughts? I think I like that. Yeah, I think, um, I think they've kind of half made a good entrance um, with their additions last year. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of freshened it up, but Skyrocket's the weird one. It's like, oh, there's 
a roller coaster immediately on my right. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Like, where is the grand entrance? Uh, not, not, and that's what I got it's lost. Like, should there Canada. be a carousel at that first part? Yeah. I don't know. And especially at a park like Kennywood, which is so classic, to have just like a st- unthemed steel coaster is like, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm not at a classic park. I feel like I'm at a Six Flags park now. And they didn't deliver on what they promised with that, what that land would be. No. It's dead. It, it's a dead area. Yeah. And <laughs> that's the first coaster you see now. The big failure. <laughs> oh, God. You can see it from a mile away. It's like, oh, there it is. Is it running? No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm so glad I got on it because I honestly don't know if I'll ever ride it again, to be honest. Like, I don't even know. I don't know when it's just it's the biggest failure. I would say I would say the biggest coaster failure in the last five years. If you don't count Zambezi Zinger. But at least operates. But it'd be better if it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think we have um, a very good approach to our newly acquired parks and new Hersh. i think we have better ideas than uh than the hershen people do sorry hershen i um, agree send this directly to them i think i think they should acquire both those parks and take all of our ideas i think all of that and of their current parks but maybe the listeners we want to leave it up to you who do you think had some better ideas did you pick and choose maybe you can also say mitch had the better idea for this Coaster Bro, the better idea for this. Maybe you can pick and choose. Send us a message in the Discord. Send it to us. Vote. Maybe we'll talk about it on next week's episode to see what uh, feedback we got from this. Um, because I think uh, this would be this was fun. I think we can maybe do this for Disney. Maybe we can do this for other park chains. Um, let us know what you want to see, but also let us know who had the better ideas or uh, if uh, it was a split. We want to hear it. That's right. And you know what you want to hear? You want to hear our off-topic episode. You got to make sure to go to solo.to slash coaster to check out our Patreon. And um, for $3 a month, you can have access to that off topic episode amongst other perks, giveaways, early access to the podcast, welcome gifts, a motherfucking sticker. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Go check it out. And the money you put into the show truly goes into the show. Uh, it turns out costs some money to run a podcast surprisingly so helps us out helps us maybe one day even fund going to parks and getting more content for you fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah (laughs) anyway we love all of you you're all fantastic we want you to keep your sticks on the ice keep your potato patch fries in your pockets um give me some of those potato patch fries in your pockets i'll take the lint and the cheese it's cool i can still gonna taste good and i hope you have a good rest of your evening or morning or day or um hell you might be listening to this at 3 a.m go to fucking bed go to sleep go to bed Anyway. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'll talk to you later.